0: The water in the Bahamas may have given me dysentery.
1: Global warming is real, and I don't even have AC. My cat takes Prozac. I don't even take Prozac. How does health insurance cost $500 a month and not include dental? Have such
0: a good day. Wines day everybody or whatever day you're listening to this
1: yes yes this is have such a good day this is the name of our new podcast it's woo, Heather woo. and Sarah woo. we're gonna find the humor and the irony in everyday adult life because that's all there is We're gonna <laughs> examine cool funny disturbing things because we're gonna cover it all from the internet the entertainment world our world and life in general. Let us help you have such a good
0: day because you know what? We're all in this together and maybe we'll all learn something in the process. Yeah,
1: and just a real quick thing for everybody who's watching the video. This is what we're going to do for you right now. Hanging out in Heather's kitchen and we have lots of lofty goals for what the video might be in the future. But for now, we're keeping it radio Bare style. Bones. Yeah. So that's what we do on the uh, speaking of bitches, now I'm just kidding. Drake has earned his eighth consecutive number one album with Scorpion. I don't know if you've heard it, Heather. It's 25 tracks long. It's a, it's a behemoth. Have I heard it? Oh, yeah. Well, the funny thing about it is, is you know, so many tracks get leaked now that I hadn't heard the entire album and I actually really like it because mm-hmm. I love Drake. Drake is a lifestyle as far as I'm concerned. He's yeah. a person, but he's more of a lifestyle for you've me. i have always been a fan. But I knew a lot of the songs already because they were released months ago. Yeah. Anyway, lots of records broken, because that's what Drake does best. Uh, Broke streaming records, according to Billboard, 25 tracks long. A biggest overall debut week of any album in 2018, which is now tied with Kanye West, Eminem, and The Beatles. Beatles. For for the longest streak of number one records. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, streaming is the whole thing now. I don't know about you. I haven't bought an album, whether it is physical or digital in a long time. I'm an Apple Music subscriber. Who does that?
0: Honestly. Well, I do know some people. I knew record collectors, really. Your, your boyfriend is yeah. a record
1: collector. My yes. God. Way to throw Ben under the bus. <laughs> Poor kid. A uh, brown bear. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the biggest streaming week for an album of all time. Generated uh, 745.2 million on-demand audience streams. Million. In its first week... <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. What does it matter? It's so many. So many streams. Uh, previous record holder, which was Post Malone's Beerbongs and Bentleys, which actually surprised me. I like Post Malone fine. Yeah. But I didn't realize that his album had been streamed so many times. So mm-hmm. now you do. That debuted with 431.3 million streams back in May. Scorpion is also the first album ever, ever to hit one billion streams go- globally in a single week.
0: Damn. So no one has ever hit. Like the billion number, Drake did,
1: damn he's a lifestyle, wait, that's Kendrick <laughs> <laughs> good one, yeah, yeah, he, so it's it's I don't know man I, I i I've listened to the album i you're a fangirl i i I've always liked drake i i I know that people like to make fun of him for a variety of reasons, I don't get involved in any of that beef stuff, um for the record, I think that uh no pun intended. Right, exactly. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I'm happy for him. I, I feel like he can do no wrong. And I didn't even really like his Views album all that much. But I still think that he's a great artist and all the rest of it. The Pusha T stuff. Who is actually that's actually my he's, favorite he's, album of yeah, the year. Pretty great. That was seven tracks versus twenty five. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to be said. But about But my that.
0: question for you is Drake or Kanye you have to choose you're on a desert island you can only take one. Oh, kanye okay i figured
1: i don't want i just wanted to see check Drake i wanted to check in that way i oh. just want him to make music i see yeah that's very interesting yeah that's just
0: we'll just we'll have to discuss back. that more at some point in <laughs> fact you know i was just i went on a last minute trip to the bahamas i mean who does that kind of random well you do heather
1: <laughs> tough step <laughs> <staff. laughs> unemployed one
0: <laughs> um and apparently drake oh i just missed drake in nassau i was in nassau um there's Wait, a the
1: bahamas are a series of islands yes series of islands so you were on the island of nassau yep which is one of the more the bigger i i, I would don't say
0: it's what? more of like, i want to say it's the capital i don't know if i'm correct on that but um i've been to some of the bigger islands and some of the smaller islands yeah. Nassau is, I would say maybe it's one of the more touristy islands. Mm-hmm. Um, I, had, I spent some time in uh, Abaco, which is a little more of a rustic, less touristy island. But you can still find wonderful beaches and stuff on Nassau. It just has, there's, it's a little more Americanized because I think people kind of go through, oh, I know what it is. All the cruise ships come through. It's like a port. I see. And so yeah. on, you know, basically at the port of that island, there's like, you know, five cruise ships it's kind of cool seeing them come and go, though. Um, we spent some time, like, watching them kind of co- come in and out. It was kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so there's a part of the island that's, like, this sort of fancy high roller, like Justin Timberlake uh, invested in it. It's, there's a golf course, and it's sort of like a closed community. A lot of celebrities have houses there. We did a tour through there with uh-huh. a guy, a friend of mine that works there. Um, they have a recording studio. We met the guy who he's sort of a fish out of water but he was he's the guy who does the engineering in these these booths and he's he's you know i think
1: i think just for the purposes of our audience who's we why are you there (laughs) you don't have to like tell all your secrets but sure you you weren't there for no reason yeah
0: so my boyfriend uh works for a music company one of his new clients is who is also a dj he goes by the name of and he was – there was a party being thrown. He was uh, one of the headline – he was the headline DJ. It was a 4th of July party at the SLS on Nassau.
1: Okay. So, so – And the SLS hotel is – super it, nice. It's always nice and, in all the cities that it's in.
0: Yeah. And they have, like, a special sort of, like, uh, pool party. It's called, like, Privilege with no D. That's what it's called. It's, like – I don't think he's spelled exclusive... Privilege with a D. Maybe not. <laughs> 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 anyway. Privilege, um, no, Not
1: D. <laughs> I'm like that sounds like the worst privilege ever. Well, I'm not know, with
0: the well, knowledge privilege. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so this pool party was pretty great. You know, he headlined lined. Um, there were some other like interesting people there, a lot of dancing. It was cool. It was fun because yeah. His, his stature, his... You know, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a large human. He's a large human. Um, he's super funny. He's got, like, great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He's 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 a great guy. So we, we had a lot of fun. Um, you know, I was very lucky that I could tag along on this, so... I'll say. Yeah. I did a little networking, a little bah- Bahamian networking, which was kind of surprising. I don't know why I'm, like, sitting my ass in Los Angeles when I could go to a place like that and do my networking.
1: SLS on NASA. <laughs> Get
0: ready. Yeah, man. So, um... You know, I think this is going to, you're going to have a lot to say about this. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty positive about this. So
1: it's almost like do you know you, me. I,
0: I think I know you pretty well. Um, do you know what nudicles are? No. Mm. Well,
1: nudicles is that similar to nauticals? No, it has nothing to do with the sea. Okay. Do you have any guess? Nudicles. Uh, is it have something to do with nudity?
0: No, and it ha- also has nothing to do with noodles because I keep thinking of like pasta what the for fuck some is reason. It, then? <laughs> uh, prosthetic balls for dogs and cats, and, <gasps> and other animals like um, monkeys, prairie dogs, and elephants.
1: Prosthetic balls, scrotum. Yeah. Yep. So no, it's a thing. Okay. So yeah. I have a male cat. Yep. He was fixed when he was a little boy. Mm-hmm reasons that we don't have to get into but that's what we decided to do Mm -hmm. so this would be something that i would give him so that he feels like a man again like a little more confident oh my god but here's the
0: thing i mean it's really most likely more about the owners feeling confident with their pets and they look perfect they're perfect yeah no i mean that's definitely what it is i mean i think people want their you know, they say that they want their pets to have dignity and self-esteem, but its I think it's the owners. I mean, it's the owners. They want their pets to be perfect, so they're giving them this sort of plastic surgery to make them more perfect. But
1: but what... Uh, okay, so uh, where do I start? Okay, so, <laughs> so you fixed your pet because you don't want them to have a bunch of babies yeah. that are, you know, possibly going to end up unwanted mm-hmm. or you can't take care of. Yeah. Great. I'm a big... You and I are both volunteers at animal shelters. I'm Mm -hmm. a big proponent of spaying and neutering your pets, dogs and cats. Okay, so just keeping it to dogs and cats for a second. I don't think my cat Sam misses his balls, but if he did, (laughs) having fake ones isn't going to change anything. And I also, when I see people... Well, this is dogs, because most people don't walk around with their cats outside, but when I see dogs with male dogs with obvious you know junk i think to myself well are you breeding and are you doing it responsibly yeah. and what's that all about and there's so many unwanted pets and like why don't you fix your animals and is it really aesthetically more pleasing to no, have a, a, I think a think bunch of hanging pleasing. balls like no. you know no i yeah. agree i think it's disturbing
0: yeah. and no one needs to see that that
1: sounds like a guy who has a big yellow camaro <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me yeah it sounds like that's that's about right
0: <laughs> but it's interesting Because so this guy So the guy who created No offense this, to anybody
1: With a yellow Camaro By the way I don't want to offend But you know what I mean You know what I'm saying Yeah no I, I, I get it So
0: invented in 90, 1995 This Greg A. Miller I don't know who this guy is But he says that You know Helps him with the self-esteem thing um, I almost think that maybe like this day and age, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of studies now that there's a lot of people not having kids and making the conscious decisions. So you and I, I are two examples. Great example. Don't
1: have children. And
0: we put a lot of energy into our animals and cry I, a lot at night about it. But hey, <laughs> that was a decision. But you know, like I, I think there's, there's something to say for the, you know, animals are helpless. They need us like humans are a little less helpless, mm. um, and you know I get it. I get why people pay a lot of money on to their pets. I mean it's there. It's a worthy uh, endeavor.
1: I understand being obsessed with your pet. I I know that I have friends who either have pets or don't, and they. Say, oh, Sarah! My goodness, you know, and all of your songs that you sing to them, and the whole thing. Do they got, say my goodness? They've got story. They say my goodness, my Sarah. Goodness. But uh, <clears> but, <throat> but you know, I I get that. I get kind of going a little above and beyond. Uh-huh. But I don't think prosthetic balls are the way to go. Well, it gets worse. So there's a
0: this insurance company called Pet Plan that estimates that pet parents have dropped sixty two million. In two thousand and eleven on plastic surgery for the breast. and this isn 't just the, the balls um, there, some of the popular procedures are tummy tucks, nose jobs, chin lifts, even gender <laughs> reassignment but let me just say let me just say that sometimes these things are so necessary for practical and medical reasons, like for example, if you have to expand your dog 's nostrils so they can breathe better sure it 's not always aesthetic, but there is definitely an aesthetic thing going on. You know has gotten more sophisticated. People are giving their dogs like faux hawks and mohawks.
1: Sure. You know sure. there's you know, That's fur though. That's sure. not surgery. No. And if, yes, if spending you have money on their if pets. you have a French bulldog or a pug, I know that they're yeah, there's yeah. there's nasal stuff that Yep. Is not the dog's fault. They were bred that way.
0: Sharpays. You know, like they can't see. You know, it's like their skin is hanging out. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, God.
0: Yeah. Anyway, my point is, is that people are spending a shit ton of money on their pets. It's gotten, it's risen. It's mm-hmm. gotten like a lot, mm-hmm. a lot more over the years, you know, and, and grooming has gotten a little bit more. Like people are spending more money on grooming. You know, they want to dye their hair punk rock and do like some crazy things for,
1: Right. you know, yeah. people,
0: people, their pets are they're like. Doing they're doing it for like, the gram. Like, yeah. Totally. They're mm. doing it for the gram. Um, you know, I could—I didn't know this, but Barbara Streisand cloned her last dog. What? And what's weird is, like, I get that. Like, okay, so it physically looks similar, but it would completely not have the same soul. And, you know, all animals have such a different vibe to them. Each animal is such an individual like a human. Ooh, this is a real good science
1: conversation. very interesting. Does Barbara Streisand's <laughs> cloned dog have the same soul as the first one because it's genetically no. exact same footprint, but there's just no way. No. A soul is not... That's not genes. No, it's certainly not. It's something above. I know, it's so special. <sighs> wow.
0: Anyway, that's my story. Ooh, like it or not like it, that it's my story.
1: I I do. I I. There, there's a part of me that identifies with people wanting to go the extra mile for their pets. And me too. You and I are both animal lovers. F- many friends who have them. Um, I I. Do you have twenty five thousand dollars lying around to clone when you're like Sam or Lucy? I don't. God, I did. But maybe it, it, you would know. scrounge to find it if you wanted to. If I had $25,000, that's not what I would do. Yeah. I love those animals, but I feel like they're, you know, we all live our lives. We do. And animals are going to die, and that's what you do when you get them. Yep. You understand that that happens, and it's being new to your pets. <laughs> Think about buying a mutt next time, rather than a real expensive dog who needs <laughs> nasal surgery, but that's just me. <laughs> hey, speaking of things that piss me the fuck off is... How about when you're on a plane and you can tell that the people behind you or next to you are kind of eavesdropping on your conversation. Maybe they're looking at your laptop. Sure. Maybe you're kind of texting because there's Wi-Fi on the plane. Or you're talking to your neighbor and someone's sort of looking over. You're reading over your shoulder, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about it mm-hmm. because we're all stuck there and everybody's claustrophobic and we're just trying to you know escape in some way however there was a recent story and i'm sure a lot of you have heard of it um it was it was a buzzfeed story but it got picked up in a lot of places of this this couple that was on on a plane they they you know boyfriend girlfriend they didn't have seats together one was at an aisle in front or you know a, a row in front they switched seats with a woman And it kind of turned into like, ha, ha, hey, hey, maybe she'll, you know, whoever ends up sitting next to her because the woman had agreed, yeah, sure, you sit together, no problem. Maybe, uh, you know, someone cool will sit next to her, it'll be a love connection. And then I guess the woman was attractive, and then a guy sat down who was also attractive to this couple, uh, you know, physically, Mm -hmm. and they kind of started to tweet out with photos and sort of Snapchat, Snapchat Snapchatty, you know, little captions on these photos that... They thought, ooh, look at these two people. Maybe you know, maybe something great will happen. And as the flight goes on, you know, they kind of the people in front of them because they can see through the seats mm-hmm. and they're taking photos. And you can see these people's faces. It's, it's, it, I don't know, privacy violations. I don't even know where to start. They're, they're kind of getting close. They're kind of flirting or seeming to flirt. And you know, there's a point where they both got up to go to the bathroom, and the woman is tweeting this entire thing saying. Ooh, they just went to the bathroom together, which indicates, oh, they're going to the bathroom to do Mile High Club type of thing, which is like, even if that were true, which probably wasn't true, but even if it were, that's just not the sort of thing that's any of your business, man. All you want to do is sit next to your boyfriend, shut up. And it goes on and on. And uh, it became something that got picked up by so many outlets because everybody loves a good social media story. Oh, totally. Even though it's so lame... You don't even know what's going on. Not a lot of substance. You don't know these people. It's none of your business. The privacy implications of all of this. And, you know, I've done this too. I've taken a photo of somebody. um, Even, as you know, Heather, I'm a big fan of vanity license plates. And I Instagram them when I think that they're particularly weird or funny. And sometimes I think, you know, if the person ended up seeing this photo that I just made fun of, like, would that bother them? Like, am I... A jerk right now. You know, so there's lots of gray areas. This was so over the line, in my opinion. However, so much of the internet was like, oh my God, such a great story. Oh my God, this love story unfolding in front of these people. I think it's disgusting.
0: I think people are bored with their own lives. I do too. And I also, it's a real life reality show, which is sort of weird, but it is. People love to see the intricacies of people's drama and it is, it's sad.
1: It's sad and... Well, but I was thinking about why this bothered me so much earlier. And so it was like, okay, well, it's an airplane, and airplanes are confined spaces where I I don't like flying. Mm-hmm. I fly all the time. I got to do it for work. I like to travel, so it's part of my life, but I I don't like being on an airplane. I can't wait to get off of it. I'm like legit claustrophobic. Sam, yeah. Sam, I you know, I I you know, have a glass of wine so that I Think about crashing the airplane just slightly less. (laughs) I don't like being on an airplane, but it's part of travel. Got it. But if you were to see two people at a bar and somebody said, oh, can you, do you mind switching seats with me? You know, Mm -hmm. whatever. And I kind of notice two people getting friendly with each other. Would I ever do something like this? Why would you do that on an airplane? There's something very weird about that yeah. to me. It's like everyone is so confined that they're yeah. acting like animals. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And uh yeah, I I I don't really know what became of the couple that either made friends or a love connection or did not. I don't think it matters, but I I I will say that nobody should be doing things like that. It's too much.
0: Well, I'd like to, I'd like to know if you've had a really bad experience on a plane being in the in a confined space is there anything worse that has happened to you than that
1: well worse than me meeting a friend and getting the whole thing uh tweeted and snapchatted to the internet no one's ever done that to me to my knowledge but yes heather in fact i've had lots of bad experiences all right one of one of the things that happens to me and this is a little bit tmi but whatever we're talking about airplanes is that i have you know what restless leg syndrome is yeah Okay, well, I don't have it all the time. This is a real medical condition. Yeah, no, I you know, know where it is. Like, it's like, yeah, like your... RLS. Like, uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess that's what it would be. But it's when you're... you're it's like muscle spasms mm-hmm. and you can't mm-hmm. stop moving your legs. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah. It keeps you up at night. This does not happen to me unless I'm on an airplane. And it doesn't really happen on short flights, but if I'm doing like something international and I know I'm going to be there for, you know, 11 hours or whatever... It's some and it's it, it it's like you want to jump out a window and end your life because it it's so uncomfortable you can't help it mm-hmm. it sucks so that happens mm-hmm. but that aside um, and also the time that an elderly woman pooped uh, in the uh, row in front of me um, <laughs> which you'd think well at least she didn't poop on you and that's true but it was like everyone's head being in a very a pungent toilet that sucked. However recycled air too. I mean Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. In fact I think postal service had a song about that. (laughs) But uh just yesterday in fact, well it was two days ago because yesterday I was on my way back, but I had to go to Chicago for work, real quick trip. And I uh it was full flight, but somehow, you know, I was in the window seat, it was three seats across Guy was in the aisle. Nobody in the middle. You know, we kind of. You know, Score. you kind of. They say yes. doors are closing, you kind of do that high five, oh, like, yeah. "Ooh yeah, totally. look at us." We get to, you know, like we get to. I know about that not be right next to each other. Yeah, so we're feeling all good about life, except that the flight attendant comes up to the row, rips out the seat, which is you know they're all flotation devices, right? Mm-hmm. So like you can rip everything up. Rips out the seat in the middle seat and says, "Sorry, I'll be right back," and. Then comes back with another seat that's wet, and she says, "A child peed, but in a in a row behind you. I had to give the kid the 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 you know the like, dry why you the, the why dry that seat because it was the only one that someone wasn't sitting in. Ah, uh, yeah, It was the seat that no one was using. You paid for that. Well, I sure <laughs> did. Yeah, and so and then, but the thing was, she didn't just take it. She brought back the pee seat. And put that, I don't know, I guess they didn't have anywhere else to put it. They had to put it in the middle seat because they all have to go somewhere. And she kind of, you know, I kind of look at her like, what is happening? And she says, don't worry, this is just temporary. And I never saw her again. And there were flight like, attendants like doing drink service do have and everything. Bad karma? Never saw her again. Sat next to the p seat for four hours. She'd Write a letter. Write a letter to that airline. But but I don't even know if I was really mad. Yeah. I was. I I was. It was almost funny. It was it's so strange. Better pee than poop. I guess. Definitely. You got to You got to look at the bright side. And I and I feel like being next to a really annoying person in a middle seat would actually still be worse. Yeah, I know, I agree.
0: You know? Uh, Like, for example, I have someone (laughs) very close to me who just flew back from Miami was, uh, the person was sitting in a middle seat was filing, cutting, and painting their nails. Oh, no. Painting. And even the stewardess was like, you can't do that because it's like the fumes. Oh, yeah. She kept doing it. Anyway. So
1: that's... uh, uh, I the nail clipping anywhere besides the bathroom in your own home agreed is unacceptable i have yelled at people who have clipped their nails at work Mm -hmm. looking at you david prager he did that once and he got so mad at me for being mad at him i'm like i'm in the right i know all of your memories yes i know because we've (laughs) worked together for 90 years but i mean even in the past my my Family members of mine, don't want to call anybody out, family members, uh, boyfriends who I have shared homes with, I'm like, get in the bathroom. Yeah, dude. Do not clip your nails outside of the... Where do you think that's... Go- that is dis- That is the sort of thing that it's like, are you taking a shower in the living room right now and just scrubbing your underarms? Like, I can't deal with that. There are certain that. things that you should do behind closed doors. I would even... I would. I would take nail polish fumes over I would clipping of nails I agree. there's something about that that's that's quite quite horrible that was
0: a line in my first movie that i ever did was that annoyed me the clip clip clipping i if anyone's ever seen my first movie what but, was it heather if uh, anybody waiting, would, waiting with shoehorn
1: is it on youtube yeah. Well, so, how do you spell shoehorn for anybody who might want to look it up?
0: S H U H O R N E. It's very funny. Yeah. It's it, some of the shots are out of focus cuz our DP, well, our shooter had like the flu that weekend. It was shot in 48 hours. So, <laughs> give us a break. But there's some funny lines. It was out of
1: focus. Somebody <laughs> had the flu. You know? We were fresh out of film school. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, crazy horror stories. Oh, we could go on. In fact, that could be a recurring segment because we fly both of us quite often. But uh, but yeah. But hey, listen. On a brighter note, we 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 are doing have such a good day. And even though we do tell our own horror stories, and some of it is very cringeworthy, the idea is to get all this stuff out there so that we all kind of like recognize that life sucks sometimes and you sort of have to find the humor totally. in it in order to carry on and, and 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 make sure that we're all in this together that is our goal and if you want to keep up with all of our episodes cuz we're going to be doing one a week we have links to subscribe to the show you can learn more about all of our weird stories and we'll even give you a chance to 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 give us some of your own we'll use them on a future show have such a good It's spelled exactly how you think is where to go to subscribe and find out more about everything we're doing. You can also find us on iTunes or SoundCloud or your podcast app of choice. You can do it your way. We just want you to enjoy it. And of course it's always free. Also special. Thanks to our patrons. We mentioned free and the whole idea is that we want to keep the show ad free with your support as patrons. We will keep it that way. There are lots of tiers for how you can support the show at the very least, $1 per month. That's all we ask. The more people who do that, the more we'll know you like this weird-ass show that we're doing. 25 cents a show. Exactly. How about that? Flip us a quarter. <laughs> Find us at patreon.com slash have such a good day. And with your help, we all win. Now back to it. Two dimes and a nickel. 25 pennies. I mean, I throw pennies on the street, so... My dad had, this is so weird. Uh, my dad has the story. Uh, it was actually my uncle's story. So my dad is the oldest of five kids, mm-hmm. had a younger brother and they looked different. Um, you know, my dad was older, of course, but they just, they were different. My dad was kind of, you know, he's sort of my uncle, I think would have said like, Oh, he's the cool, sure. you know, older brother. And, and, you know, they didn't even really get along that well. And, uh, and they're both, uh, you know, deceased now, God rest their souls. But, mm-hmm. but, uh my uncle had a story at one point that he told that uh my dad did not remember at all that they were walking down the street in las Gatas where they where they grew up and uh-huh. so did you and um you know some some girls who like you know liked my dad or whatever were you know like saying something like oh look at the like the cute older brother and like the fat younger brother and my dad <laughs> takes out a quarter throws it at them and says here's a quarter call me when you grow up that's so cute. And it was like my uncle's like one memory of like, even Aww. though they never really got along. That's really cute. So anytime I see a quarter, I think of that story. That's a wonderful story. I thought so.
0: So all of you listening, hopefully that pulled your heartstrings too.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't throw a quarter and like hurt somebody, but you know, <laughs> flip a quarter and tell them to grow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Maybe even to me. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. So uh, let's talk about, gosh, how do we even segue into this, Heather? This is a tough one. Weird baby
0: names. Oh my god, it's funny because that is something I've been wanting to to discuss with you. I know okay. we we discussed it a little bit offline, yeah. but I wanted to do it online. All right. You know, Cardi B and Offset just had their baby
1: right, yesterday. Right. right yes. Um, and this has been a whole. They've had a love affair. She uh, sort of announced her pregnancy on Saturday Night Live, she's even been though pregnant it was, for like
0: five years. She's it's been going on well, for a long time. Re,
1: well, you know, <laughs> nine months, or you know, I, again, feels like, it, like a long time. We don't have kids, so we don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, it, it happened in a long haul. Had, they had a baby. They did. The, they the, had b- a baby. The baby is now outside of the womb. It has a name too. Uh, uh, what is the name? Are you ready? Yes. Culture, Kiari, K,
0: K. KKK. Oh. <laughs> lots of Ks. Well... That, that's the name of the, the baby, though. Culture. Kiari well, culture, spelled with a K.
1: So, not KKK. No, no, just, no, no. Just, just the, lots of Ks. Just a do K. Okay. Uh, oh, gosh. Okay. <clears throat> um, well, okay. So, Offside is part of Migos, um, and uh, there's a lot of do-it-for-the-culture that yep. happens, even though that's not something that that particular band coined. It's something that you hear... So I, I guess that's probably some nod to that Sure But culture with a K Kind of starts sounding Petri dish to me a little bit
0: A little bit, a little bit Maybe a little STD <sighs> live. I don't know Just oh, sure. a little bit Well, so It's interesting
1: I think uh, that the, the phenomenon of celebrities naming their children odd names is not new No But it has really hit some fever pitch I think it's gotten a little
0: ludicrous And uh, I wanted to discuss with you, so I I kind of um, did a little research and thought about this a little bit today. What do I think are kind of the weirdest and possibly the worst baby names?
1: Uh, And do you? you And I have a a little bit of a list here. All right, so I I want to I want to
0: run these by you. So, in you know, in my opinion, Dweezil and Moon Unit, who are Frank Zappa's kids. Those are that's that's a very those are very creative names.
1: They are, and I remember thinking and they're they're adults totally they you know that they moon unit r- moon unit dweez you call them like maybe for for sure like nick i was thinking
0: nicknames like sure you yeah. call maybe she, you call her moon uh not that's not so bad dweez i mean what do you Dwee? uh yeah dw yeah. yeah um there's also northwest which i still can't wrap my head around that i'm not a big fan of that name i don't know how you feel about that
1: i i, I don't hate the direction north <laughs> but I don't know Yeah I, I, Why that I, has to be it, a baby it, name It never appealed to me No
0: No um, Pilot Inspector which, It's like comic booky. Uh Now this is Pilot Inspector That's a one Like maybe the that's middle name two children No that's, that's like Pilot Inspector Is like Pilot one name Pilot Inspector Okay Inspector and, 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 and who's, K-T-O-R And who's, who's Jason Lee The actor Jason Lee Okay
1: Pilot Inspector Got it uh,
0: Diesel with a Z Mm-hmm Bronx
1: Mowgli, that yeah. Ashley Simpson's kid. Yeah, and
0: then Kid K Y D is David Duchovny's little boy. Okay, okay. Well, it's almost like naming your baby baby. Yeah, you're a kid. kid. A kid, but like change it to a Y. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth, which I think is no. Seriously, it's a thing. Um, Cason. I mean, I'm getting less weird here as I go through my list. Sure. Cason, Kayleen, I mean. A lot of these things, you know, people are, it's trendy, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think there's an increasing need to stand out and differentiate yourself because, you know, we're we're a big human population now, you know, and there's a lot of Heathers and Sarahs, so
1: yeah, it, let's try to think of something new. The, that's <laughs> a funny thing is that the, the best part of this is here we are with some very common women's names mm-hmm. for people born at a certain time. I would argue that Sarah is still way too popular. I mean, and I share the name with, like, Sarah Peelin and huckabee sanders and just like terrible <laughs> terrible people so i and i you know i i always say to my mother who's you know it infuriates her because i was named after a bob dylan song but i'm like why couldn't you just name me something better than sarah and i don't want to offend any sarahs out there but i think any sarah out there listening to this knows the pain of having A really common name. Every TV show has a character named Sarah. Every movie does. You have got 18 Sarahs in your life. And they they keep coming out of the woodwork for you. It's so many. Now, Heather is a little bit more, I would say, it was popular during a certain era. 70s and 80s, yeah. But still, there are a lot of... Best movie ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. All all of
0: them. But but that actually brings me to a point of like, there's a lot of common names that people change the spellings of. Like, there's a lot of Sarahs without the H, and then there's Sarah Mm -hmm. with the H. Yep. It's a little irksome when people like purposefully change the name of something. Like, even something so common, like Olivia. Apparently, there's a name that's A L I V I Y A H. Olivia. Well, no, yeah, it's a thing. Sure, um, sure. Caitlin with like K A Y T L Y N N. You know, there's Catherine, Catherine, C, K like Sure, yeah Your middle y, name is Catherine N, so you know yeah. all about
1: it Totally With a K Yeah And, you know, who And yeah, who, who's to say, really I think your point uh, from a couple of minutes ago of Well, how do you shorten this? I remember when Gwyneth Paltrow had her daughter And named her Apple And all the tabloids went crazy yep. And this is, I don't know I mean, this is at least a decade ago now Maybe a yeah. couple Gosh, uh, I don't know How time flies but I remember thinking, app, apple, like ha- what, what, what's like the cute name that you get out of that? I, I just don't understand. I like apples. I grew up on an apple orchard. I, I don't, I've never heard of such a thing. Use apple products. That doesn't even, yes, exactly, I <laughs> am using them right now. That doesn't even sound weird to me anymore because they've gotten so weird. There's also the phenomenon of, um, spelling a word backwards. Yeah. And that's your baby's name. Nevaeh, yeah. Nevaeh is a yeah. very popular name. Totally. If you look at baby name yep. uh, d- charts over the years, which I do because, I don't know, I'm really weird, <laughs> that's, that has like retained popularity over the years. Oh, totally. What is it? It's heaven spelled backwards. Heaven is not that popular of a baby name. Why does this happen? I don't know. People
0: are crazy. But uh, I think it would be fun to do a little game. Uh, I do have some kind of wacky names that i do kind of like secretly
1: okay um
0: here are mine then you can give me yours okay i actually met a little baby in in the bahamas <laughs> and his name was <laughs> i didn't like shake his hand meet
1: him <laughs> it's
0: like that. you
1: didn't just like buy him <laughs> like, a drink hey, baby Hey baby, hey baby. Hey, baby.
0: Um, his name was Apollo, and it was oh, that's actually cute. really,
1: really, really cute. Oh, that's a great name. And
0: it's become a little bit more of a popular uh, uh, option, I think, for a certain region. I think it's like well Greek, I believe. Clementine. I have a friend who uh, has a kid that their middle name is Clementine. I think that's cute. Also, I just met recently met a Remington for a girl. But she goes by Remy I think that's kind of cute Because it is a little bit masculine Mm -hmm. I like a masculine name for a girl
1: So those are my sort of like um, Those are your picks? Yeah, I think those are my picks It's funny I weirdly like city names for children Mm -hmm. For example, I really like the name Dallas I have been to the city of Dallas, Texas Exactly once I don't know anything about it I don't even really know anybody who lives there So I would never i don't know what why because if you name your kid dallas everyone's gonna be like oh are you from dallas Mm -hmm. or were they conceived there or you know all that sort of stuff don't know love the name sydney yeah love the name london and these are again like these are names that are popular i'm not making these these up but like these are names that actual (laughs) i know exactly a lot of people are already doing this but I like city names. Not all city names. I know that, uh, you know, there there are Parises. Yep. I love the city of Paris, but that's sure. that's just not going to be something I'm going to name my kid. Why
0: does nobody name their kid like Angelus, like for Los Angeles? Well,
1: I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure they do. Somewhere. San yeah. Ho,
0: like San Jose. Or
1: Angelo. Angelo. Yeah. There you go. Totally. There you go. Yeah, San Ho. <laughs> that's going to be my kid's name. Ho. Menlo Park. Ho for show.
0: <laughs> Palo Alto. <laughs>
1: Hey, so uh, I uh, let's let's move on to Twitter, sure. um, and 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 not just Twitter, but the the concept of follower counts. Mm-hmm. This has been a thing that's been going on since the beginning of social media, and I've actually I actually think that this is topical because something's going on with Instagram right now. Where yeah. I've gone from you know I have like a healthy follower count on sure. Instagram just because I work in tech and so I was an early user, but I've gone up like. 2000 followers in the last month that's unusual wow. wow and you can see where someone's following you and it's like it's just all like xx yeah country dot x five seven i've gotten you know, some of those you're yeah. like huh interesting you've never liked any of my photos mm-hmm. and you don't even have a profile picture you're probably a bot yep So, Twitter is deciding to, you know, try to harness this issue and take back the night. So, the company started removing millions of suspicious accounts, tens of millions, according to the company, from users, followers, uh, recently, and the company says that they want to restore trust, which is funny because Twitter's got so much of an issue with, you know, harassment and, you know, people... Uh, not being able to you know properly block others that are harassing them and this has been going on a long time mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lucky enough to not have some of the issues that I know some of my peers do but it's a real thing uh, users there are a variety of reasons that this happens so somebody for example you know like you or me we're not doing anything but there's just gonna be fake followers that are following you and you don't know them and you don't interact with them and it just is I don't know some number um, Other users purposely inflate their follower counts with automated or fake accounts, which you can buy. Mm -hmm. I will not name names, but I do know. I have two girlfriends, and for someone's birthday, one friend bought the other friend some followers. And it was kind of a joke, but it was a real thing that you could do with hard-earned cash. And then the reason that this is complicated is that so many people don't really understand how social media works. So if you're about to hire me mm-hmm. and I say, I'm a social media maven. Sure. And you look at my Twitter account, you're like 350 followers. Like, don't mm, you, know, you don't seem influential. But I, if I have 35,000 followers, then you think, oh, okay, she's got sure. some reach. Because are you really looking at all those followers trying to figure out if they're bots or not? Mm-hmm. No. It's a perception Sure, thing. sure, sure. Yeah. You know, it's it's a are you popular? Are you cool? Mm-hmm. And there's a variety of ways that people days. do that. Getting jobs, politicians, uh, you know, the list goes on. So Twitter says, yeah, okay, they're going to try to reduce the total combined follower account on Twitter by getting rid of these fake accounts. Mm-hmm. And they estimate that the whole thing is going to drop by about 6%. So it's not going to diminish yeah. everybody's follower accounts. I, for one, say... Get rid of them. Yeah, I don't want fake followers. I don't care. I'd actually really like to know, you know. And I'm—I have a decent following because I've been on Twitter for so long, but I don't—I don't want some like inflated number. Like that doesn't help anybody. I actually want to know who I'm reaching. Sure, that's totally that's the number that matters to me. It's a little more of an intimate
0: space to Instagram. I mean, if you're comparing it to Facebook and Twitter you know, you, yeah, you want like your friends and your closest friends to see what you're up to. And I don't know, I find it to be a little more intimate. Maybe, it maybe it's changing. Um, but,
1: uh. Well, but the, you know, Instagram is also, you know, it's a, it's the, the influencer generation is like all on Instagram now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's YouTube as well. But the idea that someone has a lot of followers and I am guilty of this. Mm-hmm. I might, for whatever reason, it's like, I don't know, I see that somebody's following someone or somebody likes someone's photo, and, you know, I might get curious yeah. and be like, ooh, 49K. Mm-hmm. This might be, like, a cool person. But that might all be bullshit. Sure, totally. You know, it's... It's it's, it's like it's fake a, news. It's a weird, are you cool? Yeah. And, the, you know, some number of... Yeah, it's like, well, it is fake news. It is. I mean, in mm-hmm. a sense, yeah. so much of it is just, like, it's just nonsense. Yeah. And I think the sooner we get to the heart of... Yeah why we're all acting so insane and stop naming Internet, our babies weird stuff.
0: The Internet's the, gone haywire.
1: The better will be. The all world is right. gone I'm gonna haywire. I'm going to get off my soapbox <laughs> now, but I'm telling you, like I have had it. I am so... If I didn't work in this industry, half the time I'm like, I would just crush this phone, which is already about to die as it is because I've dropped it so many times. I would get off all of the social networks. I'd start reading again.
0: No, you know what you should <sighs> do is you should start like ranting on Twitter and just say just anything just like speak your mind
1: Ooh, that sounds like someone i know fun yeah
0: Yeah. well you know it's funny because i (laughs) i've been reading a lot more lately i'm kind of back to the reading you know and i know it kind of goes uh you know it goes in waves but um i i think i'm back into the rhythm i think it's all like you know you adapt and so now i'm reading faster
1: again i'm going through stuff yeah you know it's it's a it's it's a muscle Right? It's definitely a muscle. you yeah. got to
0: keep it going. And I I often will, like, I like to read stories about science and, like, different animals and, like, things that are happening in the world that kind of humble me. Because it makes you sort of feel like, oh, my small little life. Mm-hmm. There's this huge universe out there mm-hmm. with these crazy animals and mollusks, mollusks you know, mollusks. snails. And things. Yeah, like, that, are you talking are about, like, things.
1: like, when the lions killed the rhino poachers? Yes. You know, where you're like, well, you know what?
0: Yet probably asked for it. Yeah, no,
1: seriously. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so stuff like that. So I actually read this story, and I, I thought of you, because most stories I read, I think of you. Oh, good. I think of you all the time. I
1: want you to think <laughs> of me always, except well, in weird situations.
0: I mostly thought of you, because I, I thought of, you said recently, you said something to me, I think you were really busy, and you were like, God, I just eating is so inconvenient, you know, because you're like, oh can I God. just eat one Amy's frozen burrito a day and just be good yeah. and not have to worry about the rest mm-hmm. of the meals of the day? Mm-hmm. And so it made me yeah. think of this. It might not be as cool as that, the the genital turtle that we talked about a little while ago, sure. the punk rock turtle, mm-hmm. but there's a deep sea mollusk, Sarah, <laughs> a snail, <laughs> you'll, if you'll, you will. You'll
1: have to listen to one of our previous episodes which is in our feed to know about the genital turtle yeah. that heather is referring to but we'll just leave it at that it's a little teaser for you but go, go, go search
0: for it please you continue. won't be you won't regret it please continue so this sea mollusk slash you know snail okay goes, and, and,
1: and mollusk is a it's a shelled creature okay so he's like slimy on okay. the inside yeah. you know yeah.
0: membrane but then he's got it he looks like a snail uh, okay yeah so this particular mollusk goes through a metamorphosis and then never has to eat again, ever. <gasps> oh, I know. I dream thought of you. Life. I know. <laughs> According to the New York Times, this transformation of this, this deep-sea mollusk is comparable to an average person growing as much as 60 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the scientific name is the Gigantopelta chassoia. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm -hmm. But they live off the coast of Antarctica next to a boiling hot hypothermal vent. Like there are these vents underwater.
1: So it's Antarctica, but they need heat. Yes. Uh And so these
0: vents emit chemicals that they feed on and turn into energy. So fascinating. I mean, humbling, right? Um, Chong Chen, which is the name of a deep sea biologist at the Japan Agency for Marine Earth Science and Technology, calls it cryptometamorphosis. And scientists report that this sea change, if you will, is the most unique of any animal on the planet. No other animal goes through this particular metamorphosis. But essentially, so let me explain in sort of layman's mm-hmm. terms. Mm-hmm. Essentially, once they reach a certain size after they, they do eat a little bit because they're consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, their digestive system stops growing. So they, they stop needing to take in food because they have the bacteria that's permanently living inside their cells that breaks down into energy that the vents had provided initially. So they're basically so they don't living even need off need themselves. themselves.
1: No. Ah. Isn't that... Science is so ah. neat. Because I was about to say, oh, yeah, it's like a house plant, but no, a house plant needs oxygen and water. I think there, there's some... I mean, some obviously can... it depends on the plant, but but you it's it the the complete self-sufficiency. I know it's so interesting.
0: And the fact that I think there's some comparisons to like some you know deep sea coral
1: and like that kind of thing. Mhm. But this is a snail. Ooh. I mean, how cool is that? I would and I don't want to make it seem like I don't like eating because I I'm a small person, but I eat real good. Oh, you do. I do. And Me too. and I, you know, I good meal, you know, love it more than anything else more than any person i've ever met i like a good meal but and that includes you heather but i (laughs) like you a lot but but but, god damn it sarah but but it's like for example from my house to here because we're recording at your house right now it's like you know it's a good 35 40 minutes and halfway through i was like i'm hungry should i stop and just like get a little something i wish i just didn't have hunger i wish i know i'm
0: gonna hook you up i wish i just
1: didn't feel hungry because it's always like getting in the way of things that i have to do i wish i could just wake up and not eat you
0: gotta carry snacks with you sarah you gotta put i put snacks under my car seat yeah i get all
1: of that but if i was the the uh, cool mollusk then i would just have figured that all out and i would live off the energy that i had stored earlier in life well maybe there's
0: going to be some evolution happening here and, and maybe it'll happen for you i certainly hope so but I'm thinking that we're going to talk a, like a very brief bit about our favorite animal on the on the planet, and that is.
1: <laughs> are, you <ours? laughs> are you? were you like? Ooh, I kind of predict. Well, I was what, thinking we might let's see talk how about long next. has this
0: been going so far? Quite quite a
1: bit longer than okay, yeah. we decided. Uh, this is actually a funny thing that uh, all of the uh, listeners of have such a good day should know is Heather and I. We talk so much amongst ourselves. We type all day. We talk in person. We talk on the phone. Yeah. I mean, we are communicators. Yeah. And the whole idea of the show is to just open it up a yeah. little bit more. And it possibly, like, like, are we crazy? Do people care about the stuff we care about? We think that they do. So that's... We think it's amusing. We, we think it's amusing. Yeah. So we, we're, we're still trying to figure out, like, what's the sweet spot of how long one of these episodes <laughs> is? Because it's always like four times as long as what we say we're going to do at the yep. beginning. But, uh, you know, yeah, just you, could, you tell us because the show <laughs> is for you anyway. Heather was referring to cats. Felines. Uh, there's a cat just off camera, in fact, who is licking his tail right now. His name is Ziggy. He's very sweet. One of Heather's two cats. I have yeah. two cats as well. And, uh, and uh, one of your cats um, actually is on Prozac. Um, that that's a real thing. Yeah. One of my cats is on chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. Also a real thing. Animals are complicated, very expensive, Yep, but always cute. I asked the pharmacist the other day, I said, do
0: you have a lot of, do you fill a lot of prescriptions for animals? He said, a ton like yeah. for Prozac specifically. Sure. Sure. I actually have a lot of friends who have their dogs on Prozac. I think it's a, you know, there's a lot of be- it, it's hard to live in our world. I mean, they're living in the human created world. Yeah. There's a lot of anxiety. I mean, you know, how many people, how many humans are on Prozac? I mean, it makes sense. I don't believe in prescription drugs for my animals. So don't get me wrong. I'm anti all of that, but there's sometimes that you need to make a decision to give your animal, uh, like a slightly better life. Yeah, you know, and you have to you have to decide for yourself. I think it's an in individual um, individual cases. Oh but- gosh,
1: of course. I mean, if you think about it in these terms, it's like, hey, we're all part of the animal kingdom, yeah. right? Um, no nobody who takes antidepressants or psychotropic or, you know, uh, SSRI, like whatever, yeah. you know, that no one like wants to do that. No. But if it helps, that then that becomes part of your life and thank goodness that it's there that it, it exists yeah. and with animals they can't speak up for those sorts of things yeah. and there's weird behavioral problems um i will say not that my cat needs prozac but uh the one who you know she's my cancer cat and she's you know doing okay she has this licking thing that is like it's very annoying it has nothing to do with her sickness she's been doing yeah. it since she was a kitten but it's like you know cats like they kind of have those little sandpaper tongues oh yeah and you kind of go oh that's cute whatever and she will lick me and i'll kind of like put my arm behind my body when i'm sitting on the couch and be like lucy go you know and she'll sort of be like "Mm okay i'll go but then she'll like come up behind me from the back of the couch and like find (laughs) like a piece of skin and start licking again and i'll be like stop and it's like this weird thing where like no matter how upset i get she's just like i'll get you I think
0: she didn't get enough nip when she was a little babe. It's
1: possible. Yeah, she is. I mean, it's it's the most annoying, but like kind of adorable quality because she's relentless. I'm like, you should be, I don't know, like a private investigator (laughs) because you just, you have no shame. You're relentless and you'll stop at nothing to find the truth, which is. She will lick through to the truth. A part of my skin (laughs) that is not covered by cloth. (laughs) but uh all right so yeah all right moving on yeah (laughs) moving on i actually wanted to real quick before before we wrap up the show sure um i wanted uh to to let uh everybody know that uh we are also fans of podcasts oh yeah that's the entire reason that we started doing this um even if it's just a you know it's kind of a fun pet project for the two of us it's like we decided to make have such a good day not only because we want people to have such a good day as well as ourselves (laughs) but because the whole podcast community is so cool and there's yeah. just so many great shows going on right now. And there are a lot of obviously good shows. This American Life or Fresh Air or uh, Radio Lab, or, you know, I love all of those shows. Sure. But those are shows that everyone knows about. they um, have been around forever. They've been around forever and they're great for a reason. Uh, you know, in, in many cases, it's uh, radio veterans who yeah. are really good at storytelling and just wonderful. Um, my favorite podcast is ear hustle i tell uh, about ear hustle to every anyone who will listen and um so i just wanted to give ear hustle a really quick shout out it's um actually about the prison system Mm -hmm. um, and life on the inside and it's not for everybody in fact i have sung its praises to many a friend who's like that's just not, I'm just not going to listen. I don't want to do your weird prison stuff. And I'm like, okay, you're missing out. <laughs> more because, for you. Well, it's, it's, a, it's about humans. Yeah. It's not actually, I mean, it, yes, it's about the prison system and I think we sh- we're all better off knowing more about that. But it's about humans. It's a, it's really a beautiful show and if anyone's looking for something that I think they'd get a lot out of that would be my wreck. No, I like that. That's good. I mean,
0: I have many wrecks, but I'm just going to go with WTF uh, with Mark Maron because I've been listening to him since the very beginning. In yeah. fact, I saw his show live in L.A. a million years ago. Wow, really? Yeah, like when it was when it had just started. Um, and I like him because he's real. I like him because he speaks the truth and he's not afraid to kind of talk about something that's uncomfortable mm. and personal that might make him look. Like bad or, or, you know, uncomfortable, but he, you know, he, he's, um, you know, he can be self deprecating. He's just real and, yeah, um, raw conversations. Yeah, raw conversations. And, uh, and I like because he doesn't always prep for interviews. Um, but I kind of appreciate that. I, I have a lot of other uh, podcasters that do prep and I really appreciate that, but I like that he kind of keeps it very natural and, uh, stream of consciousness, which I think is pretty cool. Um, So I wanted to mention one thing before we go here. You guys, um, you got to check out all of our new episodes. We've only really got one, but we're going to have so many
1: more. (laughs) Well, but I think it's important to say our feed actually has, because Heather and I have been, been you know, we've been talking about doing this for some time. Yeah. We've done some test episodes. Mm -hmm. Some of them were to the point where we were like, you know what, this would be kind of good for just. Our content sure. library. Yep. And we wanted to offer you some of this. So if you subscribe to the show, you do get some of our back episodes that we we call them episode zeros. Yeah. And there are a few of them. Mm-hmm. But they're a good way to kind of get to know us and also just hear how like fumbly and weird we were really at the very beginning. And just like, you know. Like- I mean, we're still going to be rambling sure, and weird course. and like yeah. maybe, you know, slightly ridiculous at times. Yeah. But,
0: but yeah. Anyway, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to sort of hear some of that old stuff. But again, it is old. We'll hopefully be evolving with time and be better every time. So, you know, bear with us. Um, but uh, new episodes, we've got links to subscribe to our show. You can learn more about us crazy mofos at have such a good That's our <laughs> awesome new website. Um, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any podcast of your Overcast, all those kinds of things. Yeah,
1: pr- pretty much anything that uses the iTunes uh, RSS feed uh, will also upload to SoundCloud. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll we'll submit to Spotify. Maybe they'll pick us. Up. Awesome. We want to be everywhere. And if you want to see us on a podcast that uh, does not currently carry our show, let us know. Yeah, but definitely. we're going to make it as easy as possible. We yeah, right here. for
0: sure. And you know, you do you. Just you know we just hope you want you enjoy it. anyways that's it we're free and we're here and special thanks <laughs> to our patrons
1: <laughs> i mean not i mean we're not free i mean you I mean, want to take uh, me to you can't dinner can't get my body or
0: anything not going to be <laughs> free
1: yeah but
0: really we do want to uh you know do a little special shout out to our patrons we really love you we're trying to make the show ad free because ads are annoying, and we sh- with your support, we can keep it that way. So find us at patreon.com slash have such a good day. With your help, we all have such a good day. All right, let's just get back to it. One quick last message. Good one, Heather. <laughs> good one. Uh, you know, we've said it all, Sarah.
1: We, we, and, and more. <laughs> Wherever you are, and whenever you are, really, we just hope you have such a good day. That's all I have to say about that. I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. we'll talk to you soon. Real soon. Real Bye. soon. Bye. <laughs>